this theme parlays into what we've done recently at Nationwide, um, you know, around the regions. What we do at scale is important, but when we get down, we get to the member level, it's important to be nimble enough to react. We as an organization from the very outset, it's about our members. And so the spirit of it is let's let it all generate at the local level and let's make sure we're taking care of our members locally. Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. We're rewinding just a little bit this week on the podcast to our Dallas primetime show where, uh, you know, the, the show there was based around this theme of customer obsession. And um, it's a theme that played out in a number of different ways through conversations that were had on the main stage to breakout rooms and our learning academy classes. And um, really, it was uh, built around this idea of sharing, you know, the ways in which our retailers put the customer at the center of the shopping experience. And, um, you know, it's conversations that we continue to have and, uh, you know, leading up to next primetime in Nashville in just a few weeks. And, um, you know, it, it's a theme that also plays out in some of the things that Nationwide's doing. And this week we're talking to Patrick Maloney, our EVP of membership here on the podcast to, you know, look at one of those ways, um, you know, from not only just the discussions and the uh, the webinars and things we're doing to continue the customer-obsessed theme you know, throughout what we do at Nationwide, but, you know, with our regions, uh, some pretty interesting and, and breaking news, sort of in a way on the podcast, as far breaking as a, a podcast can get. But uh, earlier this month, we announced that Nationwide, that our regions were splitting into smaller uh, sub-regions. Uh, you know, we have our East and West teams, and they're going to be broken up into six smaller teams. And then, of course, the other affiliates still here at Nationwide. And, um, you know, talking about how that's allowing our field team to you know, be a little bit more streamlined and, and obsessed with the, the member experience, if you will, um, you know, for our, our members at Nationwide. And some really cool things happening because of it, you know, in terms of, you know, more focused regional events and, and services that could come out of, you know, these smaller regions that, you know, things that are tailored to the members, you know, within those smaller regions at Nationwide. So uh, Patrick and his team have been doing a lot of work behind the scenes to, to make this thing come to life. And, um, they'll continue, of course, to to see how things play out and evolve over time, and you know, make sure that uh, the these regions are you know as efficient as possible for our members and, of course, our field team as well. And um, need to be able to get him on uh, just for a few minutes to to share sort of the behind the scenes look at what's been going on, the the whys, the whats, and the hows of of all of this, and you know, have that in the form of a podcast here. So uh, let's dive into it. It's Patrick Maloney talking about our customer-obsessed theme and and uh, our new regions here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast, and anytime we can get Mr. Patrick Maloney on the podcast, you know we're in for a good one. You know, this is, I, I've seen you, well, with now digitally, what, a couple times here, virtually, I should say. Uh, you, this is, uh, we were just on a webinar together. I saw you on a stage somewhere in Dallas doing some things. So you've been a busy man. <laughs> What's yeah, going yeah. on? How are you doing? I try to get, yeah, I try to get this space out in public as much as I can. You know? <laughs> no, we we love it. I and I, I know it's been a busy time, but uh, you know how how are things going in your world? I know we got a lot to dive into, but uh, just how are you? How how are things going? Yeah. Oh, overall great. I mean, I couldn't be better. We have uh, to your point. We've got a lot of things going on here, and just um, and it feels. 
it's the culmination of a bunch of years and a bunch of months of effort. And it just feels like, ah, okay, we're starting to get this. um, Although, you know, business continues to be challenging every day. I just feel like we're putting the right pieces in place for, you know, long-term success for our members and, and the organization. No, that's awesome. Well, we appreciate even just a few minutes of your time for a podcast, our, our EVP of membership. So uh, lots to dive into. Like we said, I, I want to start kind of taking us back a month because um, I think that's a, a great way to sort of tee up the conversation. And, you know, when we were in Dallas, there was a theme for anyone that was there. We we talked about this customer-obsessed theme that, that the show is really based around. And um, a lot of the conversations, you know, I, I know it was played out, you know, if you were at the keynote and the main stage conversations there down to the different rooms, um, you know, our, our East and West teams had, you know, their own discussions and, and all that sort of stuff. But talk about the, the theme itself, you know, set it up for those that weren't there, like what, explain what this whole customer obsessed, um, you know, theme was and, and sort of how it was portrayed throughout the show. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's a perfect setup. So I think, you know, a couple things, one is you know, our independent retailers have been obsessed with their customers forever. And I think, you know, as we were going into this coming show, or this last show was over the last couple of years, you know, through the pandemic, um, and I, I think we've said this from the stage, like we, you could, you could still miss a beat, not be a hundred percent perfect and still run a wildly successful business. And some, some of the, you know, customer focus that our independent retailers always prided themselves on got a little pushed to the back because all we were trying to do was figure out how do we get more inventory? How do we, you know, how many trips do I need to make to this house to complete this, you know, kitchen order? And so um, we kind of wanted to recenter it and say, okay, let's, the the consumer that's coming in today is more discerning than they have been in the last five years. And their, you know, PMAPs are back in play. Um, We need to differentiate ourselves, go back to basics essentially and, and differentiate ourselves from everybody else in the marketplace. Um, so this customer obsession idea was, hey, let's just let's start having those conversations and let's share those conversations. And the idea is, you know, everybody does their special thing in their market. Um, and a lot of times, you know, our members, and, and, hey, this is this is my secret sauce. Yeah. Um, but as we start looking at the total and it's, you know, considering the, you know, our our competition is not our other members really right. it's big box and and how can we differentiate ourselves against that the big box so um we took that as the theme for the show and we built around you know some different sessions some different panels so to your point east west um, we did it from the main stage and just got so much great information um and it, and the cool thing is, is it's not there are there are certain things that could take years to develop um, but there's things that you could just turn tomorrow, you know, and, and make a difference in your marketplace. And I think um, that was clear, you know, through kind of these learnings that we had and just listening to really smart folks that have been doing it for years that and actually may take what they do for granted. But when you sound it out and, and kind of put it into words, I mean, to see the people like they're, you know, in the audience, their faces light up like, oh, my gosh, you know, yeah. I either can do that tomorrow, or I forgot I used to do that and I need to start doing it again. So yeah, um, it was a really cool concept and and I think played out live really well. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's a line and I, I'm not saying this because I, you know, work on the magazine and like, I, I like it. I like reading the magazine, but there's a, a great line in Tom's, um, you know, he has that letter that opens up the magazine and, and he was like, you know, there's so much other noise happening too, right, in the industry, and you, as you alluded to at the top, but 
like the the customer obsession is the ability to focus on those things that you can control as a retailer, right? So you know, right. there's there's always going to be the other factors, but what can you do in your business and uh, you, you mentioned it. Uh, five thousand. We have five thousand different stories of how retailers are being customer obsessed and and sort of sort of showing those, uh, you know, tactics you know, in their store um, and stories that we can tell, really, which was awesome. Because I, I think, you know, you mentioned the different ways it was on display at the show. I don't think there was for all of the different members I heard talk about the things they do. I don't think I heard one member say the same thing that another member said. Like, yeah. There was just it was yeah. all different like ideas and and i mean that's at the core of like what we do when we get together at a prime time like that's what it's all about right so it was really to your point really cool to see it play out like that and just how many different ideas there are yeah and the passion um that everybody had and showed it's you talk about you know being infectious listening to someone and it's it's some of it's simple stuff um and so just to see them sharing that and see other people absorbing it um one of the things that we also wanted to make sure we didn't miss was people are busy and, and, you know, the, there's so many other things going on in their world and their lives. And we also wanted to make this something that lived beyond just the live event, right? Cause if you weren't in that room and you didn't hear it, you didn't write it down, where does it go? Um, so we did, I think we did a good job documenting kind of what happened from the main stage, yeah. but then we put a contest and a challenge out for, Others, come to the show floor and tell us your story. These are a few stories, a few great stories. Tell us your story. Um, and being on the floor and having members come up and say, I loved what I heard, but here's something we do. Yeah, um, it, was, it was awesome and some really, really cool ideas. So we're going to continue to propagate that message um, with a webinar series. And we've, we've done some different things post-show um, that... You know, I think I think we just need to make sure it's almost like advertising, right? You want to you want to advertise where the customer is. We want to make sure we're presenting this information to however our members need to absorb it, whenever, wherever, and however. Yeah, and I, I'm glad you brought up the webinar because I had a question teed up. But how do you ask a question about something where like I have to play like I don't know what you're talking about where I hosted the thing? <laughs> so you know, the fact that you brought it up just makes it easy for me to talk about the fact that hey, yeah, we did continue those conversations and. I, you know, you were on that panel, part of the, the webinar as well. Um, well. I mean, obviously a different setting, but to, to your point about being able to have it in sort of different environments and um, I know scheduling, you know, if a member can't necessarily be at primetime with us, it's another way for them to experience this conversation. Right. Uh, what was your sort of takeaway from that experience of the webinar and the discussions that were had there? And I'm not asking you to grade how I did or anything, but if you want to throw in there that I was a great host, feel free. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, you were awesome. You were awesome. Hey, can you tell me about yeah, the right. webinar that I did? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. um, no, you were awesome, um, as always. And And I think, you know, to me, it's the opportunity for people to speak in smaller groups. Yeah. Um, and, and I know we want to talk a little bit today about kind of what we've done for the regions. And it's about getting that peer-to-peer interaction at a, you know, a size and scale that is not overwhelming um, and that can generate true open conversation and dialogue. Um, and that, and I think we accomplished that um, with the webinar. Um, and I hope that, you know, as so this will be posted in, in MemberNet and the member can, our members that weren't able to attend can pull it down. Um, and we're gonna continue that and, and, you know, again, propagate that kind of message and delivery mechanism. So um, just the interaction yeah. is, is great. Uh, you know, I would tell you, um, you know, from the main stage, you know, sitting with these dynamic um, members, it was, it's humbling, right? These, 
these folks are passionate about what they're doing. Um, but even, you know, the most modest dealer coming, you know, on the show floor and like, hey, here's something I do. I don't know if it's great or not. And I'm going to throw it out there. And you know what? It's awesome. Like they're really, really cool stuff. <laughs> right. Um, I think customer obsession is is a little like culture, like culture. If you don't, if you don't dictate or, or at least put a message out on, hey, here's what our culture is going to be. It's going to form itself. And yeah. customer obsession is the same way. If you don't really actively go out and show kind of your sales organization, your delivery organization, your entire team, you know, what, wh where the customer falls on your list of importance, it's going to fall on its own. Yeah. And so I think, um, you know, those folks that shared and, and will share, you know, it's clear the customer is first and this is how we're going to you know, managed to that customer's expectation. And this is how we're going to win in the marketplace. You think of the scale of the ideas and, and we, you talked about it a little bit ago, but like, it, it doesn't have to be a massive thing either. It's just like, like paying attention to little details. You don't have to, I mean, Paul Sherman did it, but you don't have to build a house for people to train in. Yeah. However, right. <laughs> that's a, that's one idea, but like it right. scales down to like other things we heard of just, you know, I, I being sure to pay extra attention to the details of the, you know, the delivery process oh, yeah. and, and putting the booties on and like, like that kind of like it, it could be as simple as that. And just going a little bit above and beyond to make that customer, you know, know that know who they got that delivery from or who they bought that that new couch from. So, yeah. One of, and one of, you know, one of the ideas and it was like you, how much more simple can you get than communicating, like communicate, just post-sale, pre-sale, you know, follow-up, everything going great, you know, um, and, and you know, just even think about your life, you know, stuff that you've had delivered or stuff that you've, you know, whether it's a car dealership or wherever, just how disappointing that, like, all I need is a, is an email or a text. Yep. And and actually, that was one of the points is like, we don't, you don't need to talk to them, just take their cell number. Everybody has a cell phone. Everybody, you know, more and more people would rather communicate via text mm -hmm. and just touch them, see yeah. how they're doing, see what's they're doing. And the return customer, you know, and then, oh, by the way, they tell two friends because, wow, this was a great experience. And they're still, you know, talking to me. Um, I think that, you know, we're getting, I think the, the younger generation is more adept at kind of just quick communication. And, you know, I think, you know, for the longest time, we thought it had to be this long email and we had to have this long phone conversation. These, just these little touch points yeah. are reassuring, comforting. Um, and they, hey, we know the product's going on the truck tomorrow. It's coming back out. You know, I don't know how many times, you you know, we've talked to, you know, folks that had bought something regrettably at a big box and, you know, they didn't hear anything. It was supposed to deliver on Monday. They, it's Wednesday. They haven't even, you know, heard from the organization. And so, those things go so far. And again, not difficult, no. not difficult at all, like but a, you have to Just like a little dopamine hit. <laughs> it's like yeah. like the, the text message, you see that alert come in, you're like, oh, that little smile and your head goes off. It's like, yeah. like that's all right. it takes. It's crazy. Um, but, but you I, have to be intentional. You have to be intentional about it. It can't, you can't just hope it happens. It has to be a process. No, that's awesome. And I, I we could talk about customer obsession um, in this way all day, I, I think. And, you know, like we said, we'll continue to have those conversations. But I what I love is that, uh, we're kind of practicing what we preach and, and um, you know, I, I want to let you kind of tee it up and talk about it. You did a little bit of, you hinted at it a little bit ago, but, uh, you know, really nicely kind of this theme parlays into what we've done recently at Nationwide, um, you know, around the regions. And I mentioned East to West at the beginning. 
uh, a little yeah. bit different today than it was, you know, even just a few weeks ago. I think 11 days ago officially as we're recording this, but uh, as of May 1, talk about, you know, the changes that we introduced and and uh, we'll, we'll start from there. Yeah. And so, yeah, and we as an organization, you know, from the very outset, it it's it's about our members, right? We're we're member obsessed and we are, you know, focused on the needs of those members. And as far back as, um, you know, even like our merger with Mega, um, when we merged, we had two different uh, field organizations that had folks, both of us had folks in the field and, and, you know, the, the immediate reaction was, oh, we're going to have to, you know, they're good. We're going to merge the, the field and have to lay people off because we don't, you know, there's, there's our, we're going to duplicate efforts. And our goal was not to do that at all. Right. So as the minute we decided to merge the field, we said, Hey, you know what, we're just, we want more folks in the field, you know, less windshield time, more opportunity to interact with our members. And so, you know, we did a, we did a real dynamic, um, analysis of the market and just drew a line down the Mississippi and said, okay, we're going to have East and West. And that, <laughs> that was about the extent of it. Um, but the important part was we kept that headcount. We kept those folks in the field because we wanted we wanted to make sure we were covering our, our members' needs. The What became clear in, in all of these little things that we do in this customer obsession panels um, and, and something we've done at prime times for the last four or five prime times was more of this peer-to-peer interaction. Mm-hmm. Like it's one thing for us to get up and say, hey, this is what you know we think you should do. And it's completely different when two members go, hey, you know what? I'm doing this. You try it. And so with the success of all this peer-to-peer stuff, we said, you know, how do we get better connected? How do we even, okay, yep, we've got a ton of people in the field. How do we get them more focused? How do we become more customer obsessed? And so, um, you know, over the last several months, we've been trying to reshape and, and just look at what the best path forward is for that field organization. And as such, we we came up with, um, we will break our two regions into six smaller regions. Um, and we'll have a region director in each one of those regions. We'll have um, a couple of MSMs that are reporting to them. Um, we'll have some MSSs, as we call them, they'll, they'll um, have a larger group of dealers, um, probably less travel, but more, you know, um, this type of interaction. And so the spirit of that was, you know, how do we, because the scale of nationwide is very important. What, what we do at scale, negotiating programs, financing programs, all of that is important. But when we get down, we get to the member level, it's important to be nimble enough to react and react by region um, and to create these, um, smaller groups that can have true peer-to-peer interaction. Um, and so the focus on that was let's how do we how do we make the region a little bit smaller, have someone responsible for it? Um, so we know exactly what's going on in that marketplace. Um, from a merchandising standpoint, it could be helpful. Like if I look at specific categories like furniture, furniture doesn't necessarily have outside of Ashley, doesn't have a player that you know is across yeah. the board. Um, and so, you know, how do, how could we focus on a certain market that has these specific needs and how can we work backwards with our merchandising team? And so the spirit of it is let's let it all generate at the local level and let's make sure we're, you know, listening, taking care of our members locally. And then if that builds out into two regions or across the entire organization, um, then we'll do that. And so, you know, when we think about 
those six regions, just our six regions, we'll have 45 or 50 people in those yeah. regions calling on, on our membership. And then you add like, you know, our affiliates in United stores yeah. and nationwide Southwest, nationwide Florida, even, even DMI and ADC of NECO, yep. um, you know, we'll have 60 people in the field wow. calling on, on our members. So, and the important piece of it is, is let's find, let's not just create things to create things and right. sit in a windowless conference room and think this is the greatest thing in the world. Let's have people in member stores taking care of their problems on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. um, and then if, you know, this problem is something that is across the board, let's figure out a solution. Let's put a solution together on a global scale. Right. Um, right. It kind of starts at that. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I think back to the last couple of years, um, I don't know if it was necessarily born out of this, but, you know, we saw the region meetings that, that took place over, you know, I, I think we did them up like the uh, the, the North I-10 sort of corridor and then yeah. down like a little bit yeah, lower, yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, the next go around. But like, it, was that sort of the, the genesis for, you know, how we got to where we are? Yeah. And it's like I said, it's just, yeah, we had a, we did do a couple of region meetings and that was something that as I came into this position, I wanted to make sure we were acting locally. Um, and so those region meetings, again, we saw that peer to peer interaction and came out yeah. with so many great ideas like, Oh, wow. And it's very similar to that. Hey, just communicate. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. Oh, we hear it. Now let's go act on it. And, and um, so that, kind of built into, hey, but let's do this more. Let's, uh, Primetime's a huge event. And we've got thousands of people there. How do we make it small? How do we yeah. make it personable? And, you know, we I think we've been able to do that through these peer-to-peer. -peer. Now we want to roll that out, you know, into the to the regions. No, that's awesome. So what'll, you know, for the member listening and, and they're seeing this rely, what's going to be the biggest change for them necessarily? You know, as far as the, yeah, obviously the, you hear the the region breakdown. There, there will be a smaller region that they're a part of. But um, beyond that, is there anything that'll really change for them? Well, we hope that. Well, first of all, we're going to challenge them to engage, just to engage. And and um, there's a lot of members that listen. Every single member is busy, and you know, you know, there's so many things coming through that door every single day that they need to deal with. Um, but we want to make it easier to engage with nationwide. Um, we have, and to align those regions so that there is a group of support all around them. Um, you know, we don't just give a, a, an MSM, here's the car keys and a sandwich, go make us proud. They have a support team around them. Mm -hmm. uh, and they are the tip of the spear in this organization. And to uh, to let our members and independent retailers know that, Yep, you're talking to this one person, but there is this team, including Tom Hickman, our CEO, that is supporting this team first. Whatever this right. team needs, we're going to continue to to invest in and and you know put our time into. So, um, I hope the members see um, better communication, quicker communication, um, results, and I and and I want to make sure that. We're listening first. We're not saying, hey, this is the greatest thing in the world. We we have amazing business services. We know that every single one of our you know, members should be using our digital platform and should be doing marketing and should be using our websites. But if they're not at that point in their journey, if they're not ready to make that, we need to make whatever they have today, you know, their whatever business, whatever their go-to-market strategy is, the easiest to work with 
the most efficient. And then, okay, once we have that, let's figure out the next step. Let's figure out what's next for you. Um, but let's solve your problems first. No, that's awesome. And, and I love to, um, I know, you know, communications by the time we're talking, you know, by the time, well, by the time this is published, you know, they'll have uh, emails with the, a, a nice sheet made up of like, all oh, yeah. who's in their tail. Like that's to me, you know, when a member sees that, that'll be probably the biggest thing that hits them initially is like, they probably knew who their MSM was that they, they called on for support, but now I mean, seeing that physical team within that smaller region that is all there for them, you know, at the ready to, to support them, I think that's going to be pretty cool and impactful to see. Um, is yeah. that it's, a, you know, I think you know when you're talking to a field rep that, that there's more than just that one person, but to f- see it, um, you know, in in a physical form, like who's there to support you and how they support you, like that's, that's awesome to me. Um, and then just knowing too, like I, you know, we talk about the events, but the ability probably, I imagine, to have more, frequent you know local um sort of regional yeah. type events is, is something that'll be pretty cool for for them to experience i guess as these things sort of play out over the next couple of uh months and, and years yeah exactly and and you know we like i said we have great great prime times but yeah business happens every day and we can't hold our breath you know for twice a year to get together to solve problems we need to be solving them you know at retail speed yeah. Um, in the local market. And I think these smaller regions will help us, you know, allow us the opportunity to get smaller peer groups together, you know, smaller councils together. Um, and whether it's focusing on a problem within that market or a global problem, we're going to be hopefully, hopefully be able to react quicker um, and solve the issue faster. No, it's awesome. And I know something too, we talked about um, previously, training is a big sort of part of this too. So t- tell us a little bit about that and sort of what's going on there from a, uh, a training aspect. Yeah. And so that's a great question. So one of the, as we built this out, we said, this is great. You know, we've got these six regions, we've got United here, we've got Southwest here. Um, but we training in our organization always kind of lived somewhere, lived, you know, at Prime Media. Um, and it was a separate piece of our business, real, a great piece of our business, really successful. Um, you know, our nationwide learning Academy is second to none. Um, and so, but, but the, we weren't that we're, we weren't solving the problems at ground level first locally. Right. And I, so as we put this together, one of the most important pieces of this move was we moved training into the field organization. So where the, where the problem arises or where the rub is, or, you know, where this challenge is, um, we're kind of curating the solution at ground level locally um, and then building it into a training portal. Um, we brought two amazing people um, in and, and they both have, they have specific roles. So Karen Honeycutt came in and she's going to, she's training in the field organization and will work with our MSMs, our field team um, to help them learn about our products and develop our products. Um, what what we do and what you know it it can be overwhelming and complicated um for uh again a, a member that is doing all of these things you know the chief cook and bottle washer and they're you know they're they've got to make sure the the fuel in the truck and the insurance is paid and the lights come on and oh by the way they have to be the on the cutting edge of digital and the cutting edge of this and so um our msms have the same type of challenge 
Um, it's probably the hardest. Well, I, I say it's the hardest job in this organization I, yeah, because I you disagree. have to, yeah, you have to know a little, you have to be a little expert in everything that we do. Mm -hmm. And you think about, you know, bit, you know, consumer finance, inventory finance, digital website, like all, it's overwhelming. And so um, it was important for us to bring Karen in to help quiet the noise in what we do. Um, and, you know, make sure that we're not trying to just learn big words that we truly understand what each piece of what we're putting together um, for our members really represents. And like I said earlier, our members may not be on that spot of their journey yet. And that's okay. Let's, you know, let's make sure that you're maximizing this much of the journey. And we know there's more out there, but we don't, we're not just, we're not, we just don't want to throw stuff at you and wow you with how intelligent we are. We want to really find these real world solutions that are easy to understand. So Karen's working on that piece, working with all of our business services to make sure we're, you know, we're putting this in a, in a really easy digestible kind of, Hey, here's what it means. And here's, and ultimately what's the bottom line. Like, right. Right. This is perfect. It uses this technology and that, and this, what's the, what's, so, where, what's all this give mean? me the double line. What's the, yeah. what's the equal? I, I got the yeah, equation, yeah. but what does it equal? <laughs> right. And <laughs> so <laughs> um, she's going to be awesome and, and yeah. has already proven to be just a, an incredible asset to the organization. Well, and secondly, you know, part of our training is helping our manufacturing partners um, and our business service partners get their message out to frontline sales folks. So the 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 members sales organization and they just they want to train on product and they want to train on this. Well, you know, like I said, we have the most robust learning academy um, and the ability to, you know, put everything on 4k yep. and, you know, do a training and all of that stuff. But someone needs to manage that. Someone needs to manage the, Hey, here's the, all of the stuff that's coming in from manufacturers. How do we get that message out? Yep. Um, and then also training our manufacturers on what we do. They, you know, they need to know kind of what we're doing and what we're delivering for um, to our membership and how they can utilize it to yep. kind of explode their brand. So um, we brought Sean Ashby in to run training on that side of the business. So we've got training for our internal team and training for our members' internal teams as well. And both of those live in the field organization. No, it's awesome because they they do play, if you think about it, hand in hand. I mean, it's it's a important part of the member journey. Um, and, you know, our field team's out talking to members, so making sure that they're, you know, well-educated and, and able to point the the members in the right direction too, to the the services that they need, and then obviously on the other side too, so that our members can get the uh, the education their sales teams need, so that they can talk to their customers. So no, it makes well, and it, and it's not about it's about talking to everybody in just layman's terms in yeah. the real world. What does it mean? Mm -hmm. What's the point? What's after the equal? You, yeah. you know, and so um, there there's two. There's two types of members. Some are experts. Some are experts in what they do, and we learn from them. And then there's others that don't even want to know. They just know they want to know that it's going the right. This is the right thing to do. Um, and just hey, you guys do that. I'm going to take yeah. care of my operations, and and we can manage both of those. And I think, you know, by putting this training and and breaking these regions up. Like, I just hope we can be that much quicker and that much more efficient. Well, it's a, a lot of work that uh, has been 
you know, I know going on behind the scenes that we're now just uh, barely a week starting to see the uh, the fruits of that labor. So uh, anything, uh, you know, kind of wrap it up, uh, exciting to you as you, as we get close to Nashville and sort of seeing this manifest for the first time? Is there anything you're looking forward to about this? Yeah, I, yeah, I love the idea, like I said, of just this rapid communication and, and, you know, things that can happen a lot quicker than we said it earlier, right? That speed of retail. We can't sit in these windowless conference rooms and come up with what we think is the next great play that the, the game is going on right now and we need to be involved in the game. So um, I hope to see um, more, like we can get more preliminary information coming in to the show so the merchants can better negotiate programs, cashbacks, um, you know, over and above programs um, on the buy side. Right. And then also our marketing teams can, you know, really, hey, this is what we know is going on in the marketplace in the next two, three, four, six months um, from a promotional aspect. So yeah. not only it's not just the buy, right? It's, yeah. hey, that's important. But how do we how do we sell this through? Um, you know, what's the latest and greatest technology? Is it is it chat? Is it this? Is it that? And so um, I think getting that information as soon as and quick as we can and building that, it just helps us build a longer yeah. I, I'll, I'll be interested too. You know, the, obviously the speed of it's one thing, and then the we you also talked about this too, the customizing based on the region because you know oh, yeah. what's going on. You know, it's a, a great example, right? Um, you know, we're in early spring. I think a little bit a couple months ago earlier this year, and you know what's early spring is like in the northeast, and there's still snow on the ground potentially. To like what's going on out west, like you know the things you're able to talk about from a product standpoint a little bit different. So the, to see sort of how those play out, um, you know, maybe a better example is stay on the East. You got the Northeast and the South, you know, down in the Southeast. So like what, what differences could you uh, find there as far as some of those things? So that'll be cool to, to watch play out as, as well too. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's both um, products and it's, you know, what trips the customers, you know, buttons. Yeah. it's, you know, can be the program could be, long-term financing here and it could be a, just a cash rebate there like there's those are opportunities that are open to us um, and we don't want to make it uh, more confusing but we also right. want to make like efficiency and just keep ringing in my head like how do we become more efficient faster to market um, so that's I'm, I'm excited about that and and you know I would what we're doing and I know this isn't about that but um, what we're doing with data and prime yeah. metrics um it's going, that's going to build up from the region level, you know, and, and, you know, our point of sale information coming in um, is going to help us make smart decisions. Not, not just because they feel good or not just because, you know, this guy, this is a good guy. Here are the facts behind it. And so um, that's always feeding kind of some of the decisions and some of the processes um, that we put in play. Um, so I just think being able to regionalize it, you know, as, as it expands is going to make us that much more powerful. Yeah, it's awesome. A lot of lot of uh, exciting potential. Um, so and things that are already kicking off. So it's uh, awesome to see. And I know you guys, like I said, have uh, been hard at work, and you know the work continues for sure. But um, uh, nice to take an opportunity to breathe for a minute and uh, you know look look at what you've done <laughs> in the form of a podcast, if anything. But yeah, right, just a minute. <laughs> just a I minute. Need to breathe for thirty seconds. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh no, that's great. Well, we appreciate the time, and um, yeah, I probably took up more than I I needed to here for you. Uh, like you got people, I'm sure, calling on you to get back to it. But um, thank you for taking that time and diving this into diving into this with us. So uh, we look yeah. forward to watching it continue. Happy to join. Thanks, bud. 
And thanks again to Patrick. You know, cool conversation. Um, like we said, the customer obsessed theme is something we'll continue to to see and hear a lot about. Um, you know, over the next several weeks, I'm sure through primetime in Nashville and beyond. But uh, also, of course, the the new regions and you know, seeing how those play out for our new dealers and the field team and um, you know, all the uh, the exciting opportunities that exist because of these smaller regions. So we'll we'll look forward to seeing how, uh, you know, the, the work continues and, uh, you know, the benefits that come out of it. So appreciate, you know, him taking that time. And as always, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast. And we'll catch you next time.